Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, indeedy duty. This is the WCHL podcast. I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry, and on the other end of the line, reunited in what feels so good, it's my very best friend in all the world, the former general manager for the Oklahoma City, uh, for the Oklahoma, oh my gosh, for the University of Oklahoma Hockey, the former ice technician extraordinaire at the Blazers Ice Center, the current employee of the month for the city of oklahoma city it's andrew Majorkirth. andrew say hello to the people yo 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 andrew what the heck have you been doing oh man you know parking it wrecking it the whole nine yards it's been way too long it's been way too long how, how was christmas how was new year's uh you know what i can't complain yeah, I, I I emptied my house out of my in-laws on Christmas, so you know, best Christmas, best Christmas present I've gotten in a long time. So hey, you know, it is what it is. You can't say that too loudly, can you? <laughs> well, and no, and the fact that they're going to be back on tomorrow Thursday afternoon too. So <laughs> they're the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> you know, there, there's medicine for that, Andrew. I hear. So, oh, oh man. Oh. Andrew, it's been too long. It's We're recording this on Wednesday, January the 25th. Andrew, I got to ask, are you still celebrating Christmas? Do you still have your Christmas trees and Christmas decorations up? Uh, well, let me look real quick. Nope. We, everything is away. All 32 boxes are in the attic. Oh. Packed away. We're back. Um, I think Halloween, or not Halloween, good gosh. Um, Valentine's, that's the next one coming up. <laughs> I think there's some... I think there's some Valentine's stuff coming out, but small potatoes. I don't have to mess with it. So. All right. And then what, around uh, Easter, that's when you break out the Christmas stuff again? Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, you have to. If 32 boxes to unload that, I mean, it takes, <laughs> it takes a while, right? Andrew, it's been too long. I've missed you. We've missed you. Thank you for agreeing to come back on to this uh, craptastic WCHL <laughs> podcast. I am I am back in. The best part of uh, the weekend, last weekend, at, uh, when, at, at the uh, Battle at the Edge was seeing you live and in person and uh, getting to hang around with you during one of the uh, during the Minot Central Oklahoma game. I, I didn't I didn't go to a Battle at the Edge though. What did you go to? I went to the Great Perry Shootout. What are you talking about? <laughs> the Great Perry. You're such a pain. The Great Perry <laughs> Shootout. The GPS, huh? Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, how about that? Uh, well, hey, we're glad to have you back, Andrew. It's good to have you back here on the on the podcast. We've missed you. Yep. Yep. But it was it was fun. That was the first hockey game last weekend. That was the uh, first hockey that I've watched in uh, what eight months since since so you've finished up last season. So yeah. It's hadn't watched anything on TV, nothing. So yeah. Oh wow, geez, what a hockey guy you are! Yeah, oh my right. gosh, that's why they call me. That's why they say I'm not a hockey guy. <laughs> Andrew, earlier today, the ACHA Men's Division One put out their uh, latest ranking, 
and we have six WCHL teams in the top 25. Nevada, Las Vegas is number three in the nation. Central Oklahoma is number six. Arizona is number 16. Utah, number 18, 19 is Arizona State, and number 25 is Colorado State. Six out of the 10 teams in our conference are in the top 25. Not too bad for a, a little rinky-dink conference out west, huh? Not, not too shabby, is it? Number 26 is Grand Canyon. Missouri State is number 28. Colorado is number 31, and Oklahoma is number 38. Uh, out of 70 not, teams, that's nine out not, of, yeah. That's not bad. I mean, you got, what, eight teams in the uh, top 30? Not not too shabby. Yeah, nine in the top 31. So uh, Minot State is still the number one team in the nation. Adrian's number two. UNLV moved up a spot from uh, four. To, they're now the number three team. They flip-flopped with Ohio, Andrew's favorite team, Ohio. <laughs> and then Liberty is still number five. And so uh, then the rankings just kind of even out after that. Central is still yeah. six, Indiana Tech at seven, Jamestown eight, Pitt nine, Grand Valley State ten, Maryville eleven. Those were the same as they were last week. Yeah, and I, and I could be surprised, but, uh, you know, after watching Minot last week, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, you're going to have to go through Minot this year if you're going to win it. Yeah, I think there's uh, – I was talking with the uh, Men's Division One Commissioner, Brian Moran, the other day. And I'm not telling any state secrets or anything, but, uh, you know, there's a – we were both of the opinion that there's a clear drop-off between uh, one and two and then the rest of the rest of the group, right? Yeah, you have Minot, you have Adrian. They're just out there, gigantic butt kickers. And then you have, uh, there's a step down and not, not taking anything away from the UNLVs, the Ohio's, the centrals, the liberties of the world, but you know, the, 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 there's a step down. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Minot was, Minot was big. They could move. They were physical. Yeah. That's yeah. I think I, you're gonna have to go through them for sure. Right. No doubt. No doubt. 20 and 0 on the season, at least with uh, men's division one. They've lost one game. They lost, I think it was at the University of Mary, the reigning division two champion, who is, you know, sandbagging down at uh, division two. <laughs> but they're going to, yeah. they'll, they'll bump up to division one next season. And uh, Mary's a damn fine team. And uh, they, they're the only ones that have uh, stuck it to Minot so far this season. Yeah. Nothing to. Nothing to sneeze at right there because yeah. Minot's good. Minot, yeah, I think Minot tied with Midland, so maybe that record, maybe we ought to change that record, but hey, whatever. Um, and then here, let's just go through the rest. Illinois State uh, is number 12, Niagara number 13, Calvin is number 14. Do you think that's Calvin from Calvin and Hobbs? I was saying, what is it? Yeah, it's not. I was thinking Calvin and the Chipmunks, but it's Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> yeah. Lawrence Lawrence Tech is the. Uh, they were the big loser in this um, this week's ranking. They dropped all the way from uh, twelve to fifteen. They dropped three spots. Arizona State at sixteen. Stony Brook State at seventeen. Utah was the big winner. They jumped up two spots from twenty to eighteen. Yeah, that's a big jump right there. Yeah, and then uh, Arizona State, Purdue Northwest at number twenty. And uh, then the rest, uh, 21, all the rest, it's Indiana, Pennsylvania at 21, Oswego State, 22, Rhode Island, 23, Michigan, Dearborn, 24, and Colorado State, the Rams make another appearance. Um, They're the only team here, if I say this, if I'm looking at this right, I take it back. There are two teams that have losing records. 
that are in the top 25, and they're both from our conference, Arizona yeah. State and Colorado State. They both have they're records of 10 and, and 11. Yeah, they're both 10 and 11. How about that? Yeah, so and don't sleep Don't sleep on either one of them, especially the Rams right oh, now. No, no. We, we've talked about that earlier in the season, right? Don't yeah. sleep on Colorado State. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll get you. And hey, by uh, by conference, the uh, if you arrange these rankings by conference, it turns out the Western Collegiate Hockey League, uh, even with ten teams, is still the strongest conference in uh, the ACHA Men's Division One. The uh, three-team Central States Collegiate League is just a smidge right behind us, uh, but you know that's they have number four and number eleven. Yeah, and then they have number forty nine drag and being an anchor dragging them down. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know we've got uh, we've got ten teams, so it's a little bit harder to be number one. And there we are. So I like it. Yep, I like it. And then uh, Andrew, let's you want to play a little what if? What if nationals? Oh. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So let's uh, we're, we'll just use the um, the rankings as they come out and using the highest rank uh, team in, in each conference saying that they're going to get the auto bid even though that's subject to change um, we're going to have uh, so Adrian would get the auto bid from the Great Lakes League UNLV since they're ranked number three would get the auto bid from the Western Collegiate League again not knowing how the auto bids are actually awarded they're just taking the highest ranked team from each conference Ohio is in the Central States League, but they don't get an auto bid this year because they only have three teams. Indiana Tech out of the WHAC, the Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference. They're number seven. That Jane- rolls off the tongue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I always <laughs> want to call it like the Worcester the Worcester Hoosier Athletic Conference, but what the heck do I know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, out of the B Conference, uh, number eight is Jamestown. Um, in that uh, Eastern States League, it's their their top team right now is number nine Pittsburgh, and then we get to the three terrible conferences. Um, out of that Pittsburgh conference, uh, the CHMA number twenty one Indiana Pennsylvania. Out of the terrible New York conference, number twenty two Oswego State, and out of the terrible Philadelphia conference, um, number twenty seven Navy. So what that means, Andrew, is there are three bumps. Yep. And Utah, Arizona State, and Purdue Northwest, number 18, number 19, and number 20 are bumped so that the Pittsburgh, the New York, and the Philadelphia conference folks so that they can get into nationals. Number one, Minot would play the winner of Stony Brook, Arizona. Mm. Yeah, huh? That'd be mm-hmm. a that's Stony Brook, Arizona would be a tasty matchup. Yeah. Number two, Adrian would play the winner of Lawrence Tech in IUP. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I might go find me some dinner during that game. Yeah. Uh, UNLV, number three, would take on the winner of Calvin on Oswego State. Eh. Yeah, I might continue my dinner on that one. Yeah. And then number four, Ohio, would take on the winner of Niagara Navy. That seemed like it would be a good good little matchup, just because, you know, the Navy guys are, you know, just regular guys. They're not hockey players. Yeah. What is it you like there, the uh – is it the fried clams, fried oysters? What is it? Lobster rolls and fried belly clams. Yeah, fried clam uh, bellies. Yeah, there you go. You, yeah. might, you, might have, you might have like a good eight, nine hours that you can just belly up and go to town. You know, I've been talking about this about this uh, snack bar at, the, at this place, and I've, been, I've since been told that maybe that place is a little overrated. Really? I, right. I can't imagine that a seafood joint in a hockey rink is overrated. So, 
Uh, yeah, nothing to nothing to see here. Move along, move but, along. But hey, the Saturday, the Saturday, yeah, really, <laughs> the, the Saturday games on uh, five through twelve, man. There, there are some tasty matchups there, Andrew. Not, not usually where it happens at, right? Yeah, Liberty versus Illinois State, five versus twelve. Man, don't sleep on Illinois State. They're a damn good team. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They're not. They're not flashy, right? But they're they're a solid little team. Yep. Central Oklahoma, number six against Maryville, number eleven. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Uh-huh. Indiana Tech, number seven against Grand Valley State, number 10. That'd be okay. Yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah, I might have to go get some lunch during that one. And then uh, number eight, Jamestown against number nine, Pitt. Yeah, that'd be a good, that'd... even though, you know, we don't know much about Pitt, but, you know. The only thing we know get... only thing we know about Pitt, Andrew, is they would win the uh, jersey contest because yeah, they have they a have... good-looking sweaters. Yeah, is it's white, right? And then it's got the bright blue and the bright yellow on it. Or, or since in this case they would be the visitors, it's blue with the uh, with the with the bright yellow, or it's it can be yellow. yellow with the bright blue. Mm, I mean, it's I like it's that. just it's just a classic look. I like that. The, yeah, the pit, like that. that script pit. That's just classic. So. Yeah, I've seen the white ones. I don't know if I've seen the colored ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey. That's kind of, you know, in another context, Andrew, that almost would sound racist, but uh, we'll just move on. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Yeah. But anytime, it doesn't matter who the 8-9 is, right? Anytime you get that 8-9 matchup, that's the game to watch of the tournament. Those Saturday games are so much fun. I mean, come on. Yeah. The, th- the Thursday games are fun, but, yeah, but- you, you, you know that they're also, for all impractical purposes, they're the lambs being led to the slaughter. Yeah, it's yeah the the opening the opening day is kind of like me okay. But well, that- because you, your reward is that you get to go play number one or four, number yeah. one, two, three, or four, and you're just going to get pasted the next day unless you yeah. pull off a miracle. Yeah, but that that the five through twelve that's where it's at right there. Ooh, there's some well, yeah, at least on Saturday, and then then the Sunday games come, and those are even better than Monday's the best, uh, and then you know Tuesdays. Tuesday can be good, but Tuesday, the championship games are usually, eh. Yeah. They can be kind of, last year's was a great championship game, Central Oklahoma versus uh, Lindenwood for two periods, and then the third period, Lindenwood just ran away with it. Yeah. I still think back to when Adrian won it in Columbus. It was, what, 11-1 to 1 against Illinois? And you're like, oh, my God. Please, somebody yeah, run the clock. Well, yeah. It's, usually it's... Teams are tired by that point, right? So your semifinal games are good, like yeah. you said. Yeah, semifinal games are great. So, all right. Hey, we had some uh, WCHL games this past week. Are you ready to talk about those, you think? Yeah, let's let's give it a shot. Central Oklahoma found their way to study hall all week. They uh, stayed away from the rink. They stayed away from the ice. They stayed away from games. No pucks allowed. They were just noses in books. The whole uh-huh. You think? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> that's that's their story, and they're sticking to it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Please believe me. I have a note that says so. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, San Diego State. Um, oh. Speaking of sacrificial lambs, I think San Diego State. You know what? Here, hold on. Let me look. I need to reach over and get the paper I just threw away. San Diego State, number sixty-eight in the nation. Traveled to Colorado and got pasted by Colorado seven to nothing and seven to one. Yeah, they should have. They should have stayed in uh, San Diego. Well, you know what? Staying in San Diego didn't help them out very much because they got pasted by Grand Canyon in Utah the two weeks before that. So mm. they're they're just having a rough season. All right. How about Friday night? The thing that stuck out to me: sixty-four shots on goal. Oh, I know. For- that- 
Oh, and, and, and here I, 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 mean, I put their, I put their score sheets into the system. Sometimes they don't have, they must only have one goaltender. This poor kid will, his name is, his official name is William Owensby, but he goes by Parker, Parker Owensby. That poor kid has played every single, he, they've been blasted the last six games, two by Grand Canyon, two by Utah, now two by Colorado. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. He has been in net for all every minute of all six of those games, Andrew. How about that? That must mean that? their backup must really blow. Oh my God! I mean, sixty-four shots. Oh. I mean, I mean, the one, the I mean, geez, I mean, where do you go with that? The uh, <laughs> the the thing that stuck out to me Friday night for Colorado is is you saw lots of numbers on the score sheet. Yeah, yeah. You know, lots lots of scoring from everybody. So that's that was good to see. Not. Not just one guy doing it all, right? Not didn't have one guy scoring four goals or or whatever video game numbers, right? That's right. Yeah. Everybody everybody jumped in and contributed, so that w- that was good to see. Yeah, they're going to need to. Uh, Colorado's going to need to jumpstart things uh, to get 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 going again because they've taken. They didn't play last week. They're supposed to play Iowa State, but Iowa State obviously isn't playing this year, so they didn't fill that weekend. So they kind of got a late start here to resuming uh, games in the spring. Yeah. Saturday night, number twenty-three, Max Pasiniak, um, or Pasiniak, or I don't know how you say his name. Sorry, Max. Um, number twenty-three, Max. He had a hat trick. I was um, going to say, yeah. I, I'm glad you said his last name because I had him written down for his hat either. So. Yeah, but I mean they. They need to. It's it was good for them. That was a good tune up for them to get going. Unfortunately, uh, you know it might be too little, too late for CU this year. They're they're still good though. I mean, the, they're you know we talked about it. you don't want to you don't want to sleep on them right because they're yeah they they can sneak up and get you. UNLV traveled all the way to Liberty. That was a number four versus number five matchup, the Heaven and Hell series. The uh, the Saints of Liberty against the uh, the the demons out of UNLV. You know the white hats and the black hats. And earlier this season, Liberty went to Vegas and swept Vegas in Vegas. And so UNLV, as it turned out, went to Liberty and returned the favor, taking two games from Liberty. Yes, they did. By a score of three to two in a shootout on Friday night, and then in a midnight game, they just throttled Liberty six to two. How about that? Yeah, yeah, it it, all UNLV. I mean, I think what was it It was one to one, and then Liberty rolled off like four goals before, or UNLV rolled off four goals before Liberty had an answer. Yep. I mean, all all UNLV Saturday night, but. Yeah, the big the big story coming out of that weekend, besides the fact that UNLV swept them, is the the injury that was sustained to um, Liberty's uh, number eighty three, Josh Fricks, uh, at the sometime in the first period. It was pretty early on, I think, in the first period. Um, he uh, uh, Josh went to go check a Liberty player in front. I mean, a UNLV player in front of the UNLV bench. And landed funny, um, and when I say funny, I mean he landed on his chin, and apparently snapped his neck in two places, and um, had to be airlifted from the uh, from the arena to or from Liberty. I don't know if they got him to a hospital and then airlifted him, but he had to be airlifted out of Lynchburg to uh, to Roanoke, Virginia, where he had uh, emergency surgery later that night, and um, he has. 
Um, he's he's since he's posted some videos online. Liberty Hockey has and some uh, some photos. He's still hospitalized. Um, he's going to live, uh, which is you know a miracle in and of itself. Um, but uh, because there was some serious concerns, uh, especially that night, um, but there was a lot of concerns about his mobility, especially on one side of his body. Um, he's going. He's he's going to live and he's going to thrive and he's getting better. But there's a long road to recovery there. But that was the uh, uh, the story of, of of that weekend. It was Friday night. Liberty uh, that happened in the first period. Liberty and um, UNLV continued the game and UNLV ended up winning it in a shootout, winning two to one in four rounds. Alec Johnson scored the winning goal um, in the shootout, and um, then the next night you can. I mean, UNLV came to play, and Liberty, I'm sure, was still just in shock. Yeah, shell shock, and yeah, that's you know, that's that's scary stuff. And you know, we've we've all seen the video now, and uh, I think we've all seen hits like that. How many times you walk into a hockey rink and you see guys that make that same hit right, right on the right on the boards? You you ride your guy out, plays over, you move on, and and you take your next shift, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, yeah, scary, scary stuff right there. Hopefully, hopefully he makes a full recovery and uh, can get back to some normalcy and, and and move on. Right? Yeah, I mean, I guess if there is a saving grace to this to this thing, it's that his parents were at the game, and um, one of them, I believe it was his dad, was able to accompany him on the uh, on the airlift, the Metaflight to the to the Roanoke Hospital. And he, the father was back the next, the very next night to uh, provide an update to, uh, to Liberty. Wow. So, uh, yeah, he led the, he led the, uh, the, the, the prayer before the, uh, before the game and provided an update to everybody in the arena. So, uh, you know, I guess if, if there's something to be said for, uh, timing, it's not like the parents were, you know, on the other side of the country or yeah, you know, somewhere yeah. else. They were there. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, you got you got to feel bad for them because I mean that's that's hard on them too, right? Sitting there watching that happen. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, so so UNLV props to them. They come away with two dubs, and because of that, they moved up in the rankings. Uh, they moved up a spot from from the four spot up to number three. Liberty stayed where they were at number five um, as a result, and then um, just to you know. Liberty, uh, Liberty's, they're supposed to play this week at Stony Brook, and those games have been postponed, canceled, whatever you want to call it. You know, Liberty's still trying to, uh, oh, what do you say? They're still trying to digest. They're still trying to. Yeah, try, trying to make heads or tails of what happened. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, one of their teammates is, is you know, forever, you know, he's hurt. And, and yep. it's not it's not just, you know, snapped his arm or something. I mean, he's. It's, it's, you know, there was some life or death stuff going on there for a little bit and he's still, it's a deep, dark, long recovery. Yeah. This is going to be a, this is more than likely a life altering event here, right? Thank you. There you go. See, that's what I was, Andrew, thank you because that's why you're here. (laughs) You are able to take the words I'm stumbling on and you're just able to go (laughs) life altering. Uh, It is. It is. Somebody's got to bring the brains here, right? (laughs) Somebody's got to bring the brains. (laughs) Hey, listen, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not much into thoughts and prayers because that's kind of a little too easy, but just, um, uh, if you can, you know, there, there is power, there is, yep. p- there is power in, in positivity and, yep. um, 
think of think of Josh Fricks and think of his family. And you know, we last week we talked about some boys at McKendry University that are kind of in a similar hard spot medical wise, and uh, their 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 recovery is going to be long and slow as well. Um, so, you know, again, positivity, uh, just send whatever good juju vibes, yeah. karma thoughts, prayers, whatever it is that you do that works for you, send them to Josh Frick, send them to Liberty, send them to McKendry, send them to those four boys that were in that car accident. Heck Andrew, there was, you know what, what's going on with the world at the Oswego state game. Yeah. I forget who it was, who there, who Oswego state was playing. But their game got got uh, postponed or canceled at the start of the third period on Saturday night because their equipment trainer had a medical issue and had oh, to be tended on. to by oh they were playing the College of New Jersey that's what it was so the College of New Jersey and the Oswego State medical staff had to attend to the Oswego State uh, equipment fella and who was resting he recovered they were able to take care of him but he had to be hospitalized. How about- what the heck? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, hey, quit it. Whatever uh, it is, quit it. Things yeah. come in threes, so we're, that's yeah. it. Three, well, that's, just quit it. You know, we're we're mentioning all these guys and all that, but just how about some good thoughts and good vibes will equal some good karma and good juju for the ACHA here right now, right? No kidding. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, scary, scary stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hey, scary stuff uh, happened at the Jordan Valley Ice Park, Maryville in Missouri State played games three and four in uh in a two-week series the first two games were up at maryville and missouri state lost both of those maryville won both of those and uh this was uh the the uh the return visit maryville comes down i-44 to play at the jordan valley ice park and um on Friday night, went to <laughs> went according to plan. Uh, at least yeah. according for Maryville, they they continued their dominance. They won four yep. to two. Yep, it, it was a spirited affair, wasn't it? Lots of lots of <laughs> roughing penalties handed out. <laughs> lots of roughing. I'm, I'm telling you what. In in a yes, lots of roughing penalties handed oh, out. Wow, man, I was, I was like, whoa, this was this was a little Donnie Brook here, right? And then late in the game, with 32 seconds left. There's another, you know, Missouri State's trying to tie it up. They're, 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 I mean, they're literally trying to tie the game up. There's a stoppage down in the Maryville end. And Missouri State's number 37, a kid named Clayton Daw, um, skates from behind uh, the Maryville <laughs> a goaltender. I, I think his name, I think it was Ed Coffey. And he slashed him on the back of the leg. <laughs> I mean, and it wasn't just like a little love tap. He gave him he gave him a Paul Bunyan chop. And if you've if you've know hockey, if you've played hockey, if you know if you paid attention, there's zero padding on the back of those legs. Yeah, yeah, it's it's straight skin. It's skin, <laughs> maybe a hockey sock, you maybe. know, that's between the skin and the outside world. And so uh, coffee went down like he got you know, shot and, um, you know, then, then a whole nother fight was on. Yeah. And well, that would hurt, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, well, it was just, it, it's called the officials didn't, they clearly didn't see it because they called it slew footing, but it's the video was playing his day and he just slashed the ever loving heck out of him. <laughs> and, uh, I, I'm just telling you, you know, well, you're trying to tie the game up. 
I mean, Maryville ended up scoring a uh, uh, an empty net goal like ten seconds after once once play resumed. But uh, I'm like, yeah. oh, give yourself a chance, guys. Uh, sometimes you got to send a message. Yeah, well, <laughs> what, what what do you think that message was? Uh, you know, we're not we're not backing down here yet. So I thought that message was, "I'm an idiot, and um, I I don't want to play the, tomorrow." And uh, so, please give me a DQ, Mister Referee. And so he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I would say I'm not backing down here. So take that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Missouri State didn't back down the next day, and they just came out and absolutely smoked Maryville. Yeah, on Saturday, them. six to one. I mean, it was six to nothing. A lot, a lot like Colorado Friday night, lots of scoring and lots of numbers on the score sheet. Props to Missouri State for finally, finally, finally figuring it out. Yeah, they finally got them. Yeah, I mean, uh, it would have been nicer if they'd have, you know, started it, you know, the week before at Maryville, but uh, hey, a six no. to one butt kicking. That's you know, props to Missouri State for uh, for for sending the good folks at, in in Springfield home happy. And uh, props to Missouri State for keeping it clean. I think they only had like three or four penalties on the night compared to the night before. There weren't a whole yeah, lot of roughing yeah. penalties on Saturday. Yeah, it was, I mean, there was three total power plays between the two teams yeah. on Saturday night. So, I mean, yeah, a little, little cleaner, more, more down to hockey, right? More down to hockey. And, uh, you know, we've always known Missouri State has the talent. They just got to put it together. And, uh, man, did they put it together or what? Yeah, six to one. That's nice. Yeah, very nice. So, Maryville and Missouri State split on the weekend, so that's nice. And then we had three sets of conference games. Colorado State came to Oklahoma City to take on Oklahoma, and Colorado State um, just went about business and beat the Sooners by a score of three to nothing and five to three. Yeah, and I, I don't I mean, think I, I don't think the score was as close as uh, as, as as those as they sound. I was going to say, just pretty, uh, pretty straightforward hockey games right here. I mean, just Colorado came in and or Colorado State, I mean, just came in and took care of business and went home. Right. Sam Simon was a net for Colorado State both uh, both games, took both wins, and um, you know, to Oklahoma's credit, they finally found some scoring on uh, on Saturday, but it was you know too little, too late. By then, Colorado yeah, State had already had a three to nothing or a three to one lead or a four to one lead, four to two. I mean, it was. Yeah, you're you're not gonna scoring three goals on the weekend. You're not gonna win very many hockey games that way, right? I th- I thought, yeah, you're right. You're not. I just thought. Hang with me here for a second, Andrew. <laughs> Colorado State seemed to me like they were a you know like a, a one of those a pet python. Yeah. That just wrapped themselves around your neck. Yep. And just... you think you think it's fun and nice, and then the next thing you know, you can't breathe. Yeah, and then it's and then you're like, oh god, what are we gonna do? Uh huh. And it seems like that's what they did. They just tightened things up around the Sooners from uh, from you know each period on every day, and you know uh, to to like I said, to Oklahoma's credit, they came out and uh, scored some goals, but it was uh, it was too late. The the python was already around their neck and tightening as as they were scoring. So yeah, so yeah, it was Colorado State. They're they're a good little hockey team. They uh. You know, are they going to win nationals? Are they going to make a stink at nationals? Stuff like that? Probably not. But you know, they they are going to do stuff like this to you, where they're they're going to they're going to reach up and bite you. Yep. Yep. Hey, um, over at uh, Arizona Ice Arcadia in uh, in scenic uh, Phoenix, America, 
Grand Canyon hosted Arizona State, their crosstown rival. And Grand Canyon, man, opened up a can on ASU on Friday, beating them 6-2. to two. And then they had to go to a shootout, a comeback win to shoot out uh, to, to, to win the game. Uh, they tied it late. Grand Canyon did, and then they won the game in a shootout by a score of uh, three to two. They won the shootout two to one in in uh, the regulation three rounds. So GCU huh. sweeps the Sun Devils. The Sun Devils are in a spiral right now. They, they're in a spiral. And how about Grand Canyon? I mean, holy smokes, pulling off a sweep here. I mean, that good for them. They play well at home. Um, usually, you know, they've, they've got Arizona's number and not Arizona state's number, but, uh, wow, this, this week they they, had ASUs. They had it this week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know, the one thing I was, as I was going through everything, yeah, I was looking, I was like, man, Grand Canyon, they were in no hurry to start scoring on Saturday night. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, well, neither, neither of the teams was Andrew. The, the first goal of the, of the game was a penalty shot scored by Brandon Studioso. (laughs) How about that? Yeah. Uh, Neither. I mean, holy smokes. I was like, man, like they, they didn't no rush to get on the board here. Right. No. And then they, yeah, they scrambled, tied it up late and, um, yeah. Riley Morgan gets the both wins and um yeah it was just kind of kind of um i don't know i don't i I guess pencil me in his surprise i figured that would be a split yeah yeah no i would i would say that and it's kind of it's kind of shocking on a lot of fronts here because you know we thought arizona state was gonna kind of you know for a lack of better terms kind of set the world on fire a little bit this season and uh they're in a tailspin here and on the flip side, you know, Grand Canyon, you're like, yeah, you know, they could they could make a little bit of a splash here maybe this season. And they've actually, surprisingly, they've been pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, credit to Danny Roy and his squad. They're, they're, they're a tough out, you know. They're a tough out. You've got to come and you've got to, you've got to beat them. They're not going to lay down for you. So yeah. they're not going to uh, pull a San Diego State on you. Yeah, well, 14 we're, to 1. Hold we're we're, we're going we're gonna to just kick San Diego State around, huh, aren't we? That's right. If they have a problem with it, they can come, to, they can come out here and take it up with us. <laughs> You're like, I'm on the podcast once a month. Now they can come on out. What do I care? That's right. Yeah, what do I care? Oh, geez. <laughs> hey, the last series was uh, probably the best conference series of the weekend. Uh, Arizona went up to Salt Lake City to take on the Utes, the skating Utes of the University of Utah. And the two teams split. Utah beat U of A 5-3 to three on Saturday. And it wasn't for uh, lack of chances. Um, you know, there were an awful lot of, uh, there were an awful lot of power play opportunities. Uh, It was close too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of, uh, you know, it, it it was just a very close game and, um, you know, it, it just seemed as if Utah, Arizona just had trouble getting started in the first period. And once, you know, Utah jumped out to a quick lead and I was going to say, Utah did not have a problem with a quick start. No, no, they Jumped out 16 seconds in, and boom, the game's gone. It's yeah, uh, it's already one to nothing. That's how you start right there on fire. And so, uh, anyways, it was uh, it was you know Arizona. I'm, I'm sure the the head coach for uh, for U of A, Chad Berman, was just pulling his hair out, trying to figure out you know how can we get going. And um, anyways, U, Utah, you know Utah's a damn good team too. They're yes, not number they 18 for 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 you know just for uh, giggles or anything. And so they're they're just fine, especially playing at home on that Olympic sheet that they have there at Salt Lake City. 
And then the next night, man, the next night was an absolute barn burner of a game. Yes. Holy smokes. It looked, I, I'm, I'm watching the game, Andrew. And I've, I sat there with my little cheat sheet because I'm like, okay, they're not going to, I always doubt whether teams have the shootout sheet or not. <laughs> yeah. And so I make my, I have a little pad of paper or, you know, paper towel or something to scribble on. And I just do a little grid and, and I'm ready for the shootout. And it got late in the third period and I did my, you know, it's four to four late in the game, Utah and Arizona have just been going back and forth four to four. And I do my little shootout grid. I get ready yeah. for overtime in a shootout. You got your, got your Sharpie out and you got your Cheeto bag flipped over, ready to go, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. I started licking the fingertips <laughs> to uh, make sure I wasn't going to give it an inappropriate smudge. <laughs> and uh, damned if number 18, Jesse Lowell for the University of Arizona, doesn't just seal the deal with 25 20? seconds left in the game. 25. How about that? What a backbreaker. Uh, backbreaker, but great game. I mean, great game. Right to the right down to the wire. That's those are exciting. Yes, it was. And, you know, U of A needed it, right? They had lost two last week to UNLV. They had lost the night before at Utah. Um, so you and, uh, Arizona needed that. So, uh, and they got it. So good for, uh, good for U of A, good for U yeah. of A. So, all right. So, Hey, that's the week that was Andrew. Let's do this really quick before we get into the conference standings and stuff. Uh, do you mind if I hit a button or two and we can have, hear some funny stuff? Let's do it. just a coach. Uh, he was really a teacher. Work that truck. That's the way I like it. What the hell? We... You gonna let him stand in here like a... Hold it! Just because you look like the gimp don't mean you play like the gimp. Don't let him stand in here and punk you like you patting him on the legs. Give him the gourmet shot. Be a bad motherfucker. Here you go. Let's go. None of these donkeys even dip, bro. These chumps even chew, bro. Like, none of these dunces ever had a dinger? These losers never had a lipper, bro. Like, chill out. Have a chalk. Peace out. Have a pull. Have a hogger. Have a dinger. Have a hammer. Say hello to Sergeant Spitter, boys. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. All right, Chance the Rapper, let's do that hockey. I had fun with buttons there, Andrew. <laughs> I like it. You know what? Here, here I got another one. I haven't played this one in a long time. Hold on. Let's see if we can. You know, I better pump this one up. Just, I, I when we were at the Great Perry Shootout, um, I got told that sometimes uh, the volume has issues here on the podcast. So I, I just, I just, it, forgive me if we blast somebody out of the air. I, I want to hear this one. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. <laughs> See, <laughs> there, that's my weekend right there, Andrew. Uh, now, did you have uh, at this Great Perry shootout? Yes. The only qu- did you have marsh pegs? <laughs> <laughs> no marsh pegs. I'm so uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. I know. What a what a bummer that was. Yeah. All right, hey, WCHL standings, let's roll through it really quick. Uh, not a whole lot's changed. Central Oklahoma is still number one. Um, they've won all 12 games that they've played so far. 
Nevada Las Vegas is right on their heels. They're number two, but they've only played nine games, and they've won all nine of them. So UNLV has three games in hand. Uh, Utah is in third place, and Arizona State uh, is in fourth place. Arizona in fifth. Colorado State, with their sweep of Oklahoma, moves all the way up from number nine to number six in the conference. Grand Canyon is seven, Colorado eight, Missouri State nine, Oklahoma ten in the conference. And, Andrew, that leads us to this week because this is a fun week. Everybody in conference uh-huh. is playing in conference. There's there's some uh, there's some good little games here this weekend coming up, isn't there? That's right. All five teams on the east side of the conference are traveling to the five teams on the west side of the conference. So, uh, And, in fact, one team is getting an extra. They're pulling an old WCHL weekend. They're getting some bang for their buck. <laughs> Uh, so let's start there. Colorado State is going out to Arizona to take on Grand Canyon on Friday and Saturday. But before they do that, they're getting their old WCHL weekend in. They're playing a Thursday night game at Arizona State. Rams, Sun Devils, two original six WCHL teams, if you want, Andrew. Two of the original six, and I am going to say that this is going to be CSU. Woo! Well, we talked about it. CSU's a good little team. They like to yep. strangle you slowly. And yep. Arizona State's kind of reeling, so we'll see what happens. And then the the next day, uh, after that, CSU travels over to Arcadia to take on uh, the Lopes. So uh, two teams that are have a lot of momentum going into the weekend, uh, Grand Canyon and CSU. What do you think, Andrew? The uh, You know, two teams with a lot of momentum. Um you know, two teams that I'm not going to say are are identical, but you know have a lot of the same kind of background to them, and uh, I'm going to call it a split. A split. All right, I like it. Missouri State is traveling all the way from Spring Vegas to sunny Tucson, America, and they're going to play at the Tucson Convention Center against the University of Arizona. So Missouri State number what, what did we say they were twenty twenty eight. 28, yep. Taking on Arizona against 16. So what do you think? Ice Bears against Wildcats. This is going to be an unpopular statement that I'm getting ready to make, but Uh we all know Missouri State does not play well on the road. Uh Uh-oh. So I'm going to say this is going to be a U of A sweep. Oh, our 13 listeners or 14 listeners in Springfield will not like you, Andrew. Please send all hate mail to... Andrew.MajorKurth at WCHLpodcast.com <laughs> slash, slash, slash homepage. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he'll make sure to respond to each and every one of your, uh, your, your lovely emails. So Pers- Personally. Personally, that's right. All right, Andrew. Unpopular opinion. Brave opinion. You, 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 you're getting brave since you're only on the podcast now once a month, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, something like that. Uh, okay, Colorado is heading down to the valley as well to take on uh, Arizona State on Friday and Saturday. They're going to play at the Ocean. The Buffs, coming off the uh, whitewashing of San Diego State, is going to take on reeling Arizona State. Yeah, uh, I am going to say even a reeling Arizona State is no San Diego State. So I'm going to call a split here. A split. All right. I like it. I like it. Andrew, here we go. Uh, Oklahoma is traveling to uh, flashy Las Vegas. So the Sooners and the Rebels, this is a number 38 against a number three. Do the Sooners have it in them, Andrew, to pull off an upset? Uh, This is going to be UNLV sweep. UNLV sweep? 
<laughs> It'll be interesting. You know what? I mean, I give, I, I, I hear you, and it's, you know, all the rankings say that, right? Three versus 38. But I give, uh, when I came away from the, from the battle at the edge, um, I, I came away with a lot of uh, respect for, for what uh, Coach Arvanitas is doing. Because he, he, he doesn't have a lot of talent, but he's making, no. them, he's making them work, and, and they're playing hard for 60 minutes. They might not be winning, but they're also the, not laying down. They're not pulling the, the, a San Diego State, Andrew. Right. The, and the thing I noticed with them is there's some team discipline a little bit there now. Where yeah. That's, that's been missing in years past. The uh, so you know that's a direct reflection of Coach Arvanitas there, um, but I think the uh, what they're up against with the lack of scoring that they have and the talented goaltenders that UNLV has and the speed that UNLV has, it's just not a good matchup. I don't think. Yeah, speed I think is just going to be deadly. Yeah, speed is going to be deadly. It's going to be one of those deals where it could be a shooting gallery at times. Yeah. So, all right, and then hey, the uh, the big matchup, or not the big matchup, but a a fun matchup that we can look forward to. Central Oklahoma, number six in the nation, travels to Salt Lake to take on Utah, number eighteen. I mean, this is kind of a. I'm not going to say it's a trap game, but it's kind of a trap game, a trap yeah. series for UCO. It, it, yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I'm I'm calling a split here. Really? Whoa. I'm I'm calling a split, and I kind of think, like you, this could be a trap. Wow, Uh, that could be interesting. That could, uh, a split would make things definitely interesting here in the Western Collegiate League, that's for sure. I wonder how far away Las Vegas is from Oklahoma City. I'll have to look that up driving-wise. I'll have to look that up to see how far away it is. Hmm. It's, it's. It's terrible. I've done it. It's, it's terrible. terrible, huh? Okay, well. <laughs> it's terrible. Maybe we'll have to take the podcast on the road, and uh, if the, if there is a split, we'll have to see. So, yeah. All right, so hey, let's recap it really quick. Andrew's great predictions. He says on Thursday, CSU is going to beat Arizona State, and then CSU and Grand Canyon will split Friday, Saturday. He said Colorado and Arizona State will split as well. Um, at the ocean, at Oceanside, he says U of A will sweep Missouri State at the Tucson Convention Center. He says City National Arena will be happy because UNLV will sweep Oklahoma. And Central Oklahoma and Utah will split at the Salt Lake City Sports Complex. I think that's a pretty mean lineup right there. Interesting, interesting. All right. Andrew, hey, this is the point of the podcast where we uh, talk about a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, where we really go off the rails. <laughs> well, this, this is like it's almost my favorite part of the podcast because, <laughs> right? yeah, I mean, it's kind of like open season. So um, anything uh, of interest that you want to bring to the table to discuss? The, uh, you know what? I have a lot of stuff, but I'll be, I'm going to hold my silence. So what do you have for us? Oh, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> you're going to hold, you're going to, you're going to hold your fire just yet. Just yet. Yeah. Just yet. All right. Here. I, we'll, I've, see. we'll see. You, you might get me fired up here in a minute. Here we go. All right. Um, today, as we record this on uh, Wednesday, January 25th, it is up in Canada. It's called uh, bell. Let's talk day, which is focusing on mental health. Yep. awareness and mental health resources and trying to erase the stigma of mental health. And even though we're not in Canada, a- Andrew, did you realize Bell? Do you realize where Bell got its name from? No. Alexander Graham Bell. Come on. You're a teacher too. What uh, the heck? That's what I was thinking, but I, you I just thought it was like the big thing that goes ding at the church, right? Well, yeah, I was, I was like, that. that's too easy. So yeah. Oh, Andrew. Com- complex mind. I was thinking deeper. <laughs> 
All right. Well, um, <laughs> even though it's up in Canada and it's uh, Bell, Bell does a great thing. I think for every hashtag, they like donate five cents or something to mental health awareness and or mental health uh, charities to um, you know promote and uh, not promote mental. Uh, promote good mental health and to help folks uh in need and um anyways uh we can do that even though it's not bell and it's here in the u.s i think it's very important especially with we were talking about it earlier with what kids are going through at mckendry with what the kids are going through at liberty with what people Mm -hmm. go through just in their daily lives yep um mental health is uh it's it's something that is should be valued and should be protected and it there should not be a stigma attached to it in terms of if you need help with your mental health um, or if your mental health is faltering or you know not everybody can be as bright and as chipper as Andrew is on a daily basis <laughs> so uh, anyways I just thought it was um, I thought it was uh, a, a, number one it's a good thing that that what what bell does for the folks in canada but just because they're in canada and it's bell up there that doesn't mean we can't do something similar or have the same sentiment down here in the states and so i bring it up because if you're listening to this podcast if you have somebody that you haven't reached out to if you um if you know somebody that you know you think about and you haven't called them or you haven't texted them you know, tomorrow or whenever you finish re- listening to this uh, suboptimal podcast, reach out to them, put the phone down, or or I guess maybe pick it up, call them, text them, um, just say hey, tell me you're thinking about them, and um, you know check in, see how they're doing because sometimes you never know. I mean, that can go an awful long way. Yeah, just a quick hey, what are you up to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, uh, so and you know, there's especially. I don't want to get preachy, um, but kids have all, college is great and it's fun and it's the time of your life. It's a wonderful time of your life, but it can also be a very stressful time in your life. As much fun as you're having, there's a lot of stress with it too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, whether it's grades or money or girls or boys or whatever it is that you're dealing with, um, you know, mental health is... uh, it, it 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 should be addressed and so you know just reach out and uh, yeah. say hey to somebody that you haven't talked to somebody that you haven't checked in on somebody that may be struggling that may not be struggling but uh, you never know that your text your call your hey how the hell are you doing that might be what they need to uh, to get through the next hour the next day the next month that might be what they need so yeah and i've 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 had some ongoing dealings with a uh, person this week that struggles with mental problems and issues that has slipped through the cracks here in the, in Oklahoma. And, you know, it's like, Holy smokes. Like here's a guy that needs serious help and he can't get it because he's the situation he's in. Right. And it's, then he's falling on people like myself. That's not equipped to handle somebody like this. And it's like, good grief. Like, what are, what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's, uh, well, it's hopefully that that gentleman is getting some help in uh, getting you know getting pushed to uh, some of the the resources that are out there. I, I know, yeah. I know nationally they're trying to make uh, like we have nine one one as an emergency system or four one one as a as an information system. I know they're trying to push nine eight eight as a mental yeah. health hotline. 
Yep. Um, so, uh, yep. Yeah. The, ho- uh, hopefully, the, hopefully that guy's getting some help. The nine eight eight is a uh, when I was uh, teaching that was on all of our badges. Yeah. On the uh, right next to your picture, I said, "For if you need help, don't hesitate." Or it had some little catchy tagline and said nine eight eight. You know and that was on everybody's badge at the school. So very nice. Very yeah. nice. All right. Well, hey, um, one other thing, Andrew, that came out today, the ACHA revealed the logos that um, the team that will represent the USA and the team that will represent Canada that they'll be sporting on most all of their gear, not their game jerseys, but most everything else when they go over to the World Cup of University Hockey in Romania in April. So, and they look pretty snazzy, I have to say. Looks pretty sharp. Little maple leaf. Yeah, I, I saw a little uh, sneak peek the other day coming out. So well, that that bozo that runs the Twitter account, he 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 finally quit teasing people and put it all out there uh, earlier tonight. Oh, oh, how about that? How about looks, that? Looks pretty sharp. More than just a crayon, you know. They, <laughs> well, they actually employed somebody who had some graphic uh, graphic artist capabilities. Looks sharp. <laughs> If, it, if it's more than crayon, you know that you and I weren't involved in it. That's right. Hey, it's, it wasn't a Microsoft Paint yeah. <laughs> production. That's for damn sure. And it, it wasn't even a paint by number because we had failed at that too. So. <laughs> I'm colorblind. So I would have I yeah. done the maple leaf in blue and the uh, stars and stripes were, probably would have been in yellow and orange or yeah. something. Uh, how about that? Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of colorblind. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> how about this one? We... Uh, my uh, father-in-law's birthday's coming up here in a couple of days. Yeah. The, uh, so my wife says, hey, I want to go to the uh, fly fishing shop in Oklahoma City and, and get him some fly fishing gear. Uh, perfect. I'll, I'll go to the, I don't, I need an excuse to go to the fly shop. So, so off we go and walk in and, and this lady's catches us coming in the door. You know, what can I help you with today? Nah. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> like, like. Like easy for a second there, you know, grizzly bear. And, uh, she, she takes us to the back and I was like, you know, I was like, I need some, I need to get some flies. I need to get some stuff. See accessories for my father-in-law. And she's like, and I say, he's got everything. So, you know, it's gotta be something unique. Well, I've got something that he doesn't have. And no, no, step back. (laughs) Take a step back. (laughs) I'm like, Whoa. Like, where's this going? I'm like, I'm still flat shopping for fly stuff here, lady, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and she takes it back to this wall and she's like, look at these. And it's these different, uh, little containers to hold different fly stuff in. Right. And they're in all, all different colors, pretty neat little things. And I'm like, well, you know, he doesn't have that. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take one. And I look at my wife and I say, and I say, which color can he see? And because he's colorblind, and I was like, which color can he see? And she's like, well, he can see. I don't remember what it is, pink or yellow or something like that. I don't, I don't. And I said, all right. I said, well, I said, give me that one. I said, I think he can see that one. And she's like, well, they won't fade, and the, and they'll and they'll you know when the sun hits them, they glow a little bit to make them easier to see. And I'm like, yeah, but I got to be careful what color I get so he can see it, so he doesn't just miss it all together in his in his in his little pack because he can't see the thing sitting there you know yeah and she like well they'll they'll glow in the dark i was like oh my god i'm like like, lady he's colorblind he can't see these colors like come on like (laughs) he won't he won't need it he won't need to see the colors if they're glowing in the dark yeah just wait till nighttime to fish 
I was like, holy smokes, like you're killing me. Oh, geez. These are the in-laws that are showing up tomorrow, like the uh, like the Christmas gift that keeps on giving. Yep, yep, yep. We're, we're, Hopefully we're he doesn't listen to the podcast so that you won't have spoiled his, uh, whatever it is, his birthday gift or something. Nah, he won't. He won't listen to it by by. By the time he gets here, we're gonna go uh, gonna go do a little fly fishing Saturday. So you know, yeah, okay, all right. So much for watching hockey from a true hockey guy. I get it. Okay, I see how things I, are. I, I can watch it on my phone as I'm standing on the river. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the team rosters are yet to be put out for the World Cup of University Hockey, um, and I know that there are a lot of folks that wish that uh, those rosters were glowing in the dark. Mm. Um, but they have not yet been issued. It's my understanding they're still finalizing uh, some spots. And, Andrew, I think they're trying to – I think they want to hold on and not release the rosters until they get some sort of commitment from the players. I think there are some mm. players that have said, yeah, I'm in, but they haven't committed They with some money just yet, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, hey, I don't, I don't blame them there, right? Yeah, so I think the ACHA is gonna wait a little bit to uh, release the. I've seen the Canadian roster. I've uh, heard a little bit of the American roster, um, uh, but I think they're. I think all parties involved are uh, waiting until there's a firm commitment from each of the kids before they get released. Hey, it's before not before the a, rosters uh, get released. That is. It, it's it's probably not a bad idea, right? Yeah, I mean, it would really suck to say Chris and Andrew are going to Romania, and then sure enough, all of our fans come out in Romania, and we don't show up. You know, we back out. So I get it what they're doing. I get they want to make yeah. sure these the, these kids when they say they're going that they're actually going. So yeah, no, it's yeah, it's not a bad not a bad plan right there. All right, Andrew, I've got two other things. Um, first is uh, food-related, uh, or how about this? I've got a food thing and I've got a book thing. Which Ooh. one do you want to hear from? Ooh, we can go food because that just rang a bell. There we go. Um, Andrew, you know what my favorite, I, I, you know, I like food. You've seen me. I like food. Um, and uh, But, man, what I, I had a craving today, and I just thought to myself, I'm looking forward to going to Boston and getting some great seafood. Um, down in Texas for nationals, we had uh, great, great, great barbecue all the time. And um, up in Chicago, we always had uh, awesome Portillo's or some, uh, we found a place, you know, whether it's Luminati's or the, uh, what, the Giordano's for, for the deep dish pizza. Um, but Andrew, if we were to have nationals here in, in Oklahoma, I would definitely want to have uh, Greek sandwiches, the hero sandwiches. Ooh, Holy from, smokes! From Greek House. Oh well, well, that's our favorite place. You know, I, I kind of the reason I brought it up is because that's where uh, that's where La Hefa and I uh, had dinner this evening, and mm. uh, there was a young lady there who made me think of you and your story of the young lady. She um, must been good looking. Well, well, let's not go that far. Um, you said you reminded me of me. I was like, hey. <laughs> it reminded me of the story that you had where you said you were in there eating and a lady came back to the mm. uh, to the, the salt, the salty ice, the yes. ice dispenser. And yeah, mm. please, please relay uh, shortly the Reader's Digest version of what, <laughs> why that lady was at the salt dispenser. Well, it's, you know, it's. To describe the setting of the restaurant, right? There's no AC in this place, so it's hot. <laughs> it's hot <Right>? as balls. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a true it European is. place. Oh, my gosh. And uh lady working behind the counter there, you know, she may have had an ice bag full of ice. 
you know, shuffed down in the front of her shirt to try to stay cool. You know, can't blame her. Can't blame her. <laughs> that ice, you know, it, it's a little hot inside the shirt there, inside the shop and all that, you know. So said ice melted and, uh, you know, you need to get refreshed again. So she takes the baggie out, empties the water out of it, and just walks over to the community ice chest that we're all eating out of and all have the ice in our cups out of and just, you know, fills, takes the baggie and fills it right back up and goes on, goes on about her day. Slaps it back where it came from and (laughs) goes back to the front to continue. (laughs) Now, now, Andrew, this and, and for people that don't know, this is not a place where like you push the button and the ice comes out of the top. This is like an, oh, no, you're, an you're ice where you in. flip the lid up and it has a scoop in there so that you can scoop the ice into your cup. Yep, yep, yeah, here. And she she just grabbed a couple of handfuls, threw it in her salty baggie, mm. <laughs> her sweaty, her sweaty bag of her. her <laughs> I always. I always go in and ask, I say, hey, you know, can I get a bag of ice to go, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and she pulls it out from, from, from her, her shirt, the chest. Oh, here you go. Got, got your order right here, sir. Oh, anyways, it was, it, was, it was another warm one today, so. Oh, man. I did not ask for a bag of salty ice. <laughs> oh, my wife does not find the humor when I say, ask if, you know, do they think they, they might have the salty ice again tonight? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I get it. I get it because uh, w- women and especially, you know, older women, uh, you know, they understand that boob sweat is a real thing, you know? And so I, I get it. She's probably a little bit more sympathetic than, than most as I'm sitting here going, wait a second, lady. <laughs> I, I just I just put ice in my lemonade and oh, all right oh, so that man. that was my food thing Andrew it was oh. not it was not the uh, it was not the uh, the salty ice that I wanted to bring oh. up as much yeah. as my love for hero sandwiches oh. or gyros or however what do you call them I call them a, he- uh, a, a hero uh, euro euro okay yeah yeah the uh, and it just so happens we had dinner just around the corner from you tonight so how about oh no that? oh boy thank we, god we didn't run into one another we, we had a little mexican dinner at uh, pepe's Ooh, so. best restaurant best mexican restaurant in all of norman oklahoma if teams are coming into town and they have a, a some time to kill Man, authentic Mexican food at Pepe Delgado's on Campus Corner. It's not. It's not anywhere near the rink. Trust me. No, so, no, it's not. You, but, yeah, but man, what great, great, great food! Don't ask for the cheese sauce, right? <laughs> God, that's all another thing. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, Andrew. So that's the food thing. So the book thing is, I found an author that I like. I, I enjoy Western books. I enjoy reading books. In fact, right now I'm reading um, um, book number two in the Slow Horses series called Dead Lions by a guy named Mick Heron. I talked about that last week. Um, that Slow Horses, it's a spy type of thing, and it's really, really good. But I found I also like westerns, and there's an author. Um, out of, I think he's out of the Texas area, um, the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. His name is John Deacon, and he has three series of Western books that he's written, and they're kind of, it's it's weird how it happens. It's called, uh, he has a series uh, called Justice, uh, like Justice, uh, it's about a sheriff or a lawman named Justice, a man named Justice, I think was is what book number one is about. There's four books in the Justice series. He has a, a book about a fellow named Heck, 
uh, Heck Martin, and um, there are two books in that one. And then there's just a book called Destitution that's the first of a series that's going to come out. Um, anyways, John Deacon, you can find him on Amazon. Andrew, the thing that's wild about it is he doesn't publish through a traditional publishing house. He publishes through like Amazon. So like you order the book on Wednesday, it gets printed at the Amazon printing press on Thursday and it's in your hand on Friday. No way. It's insane. That's pretty cool. And he, and he, the, the books, they're easy to digest. I mean, you know, a good Western book is simple in story and easy to digest. It's not going to tax you at all. It's not going to make you do any mental gymnastics to try to figure out, you know, whose names or what. It's not like these spy things where you got to figure out now who's this Russian or, you know, who's, who's, yeah. who's that spy or what side is he on? Yeah, yeah, I, I know where you're at with that one. Yeah, so these westerns, you know, like they're, well, they're kind of like the Liberty UNLV series, right? One side's wearing a black hat, one side's wearing a white hat. You know, you get your good guys and your bad guys, and you have your damsel in distress. And uh, anyways, John Deacon is the author's name. You can find he he sells these books on Amazon, um, and he also I, I think you can get them. I think you can get them at Barnes and Noble. I'm not sure. I get them off of Amazon. Uh, the Justice series, he, there are four books there. Those are excellent. Uh, the Hex series are two that, uh, the, the one just came out last week called Hex Valley. And then uh, there's Hex Journey and then Hex Valley. And another one's coming out in February called Hex Gold, I think. And then a book that I really enjoyed, um, it's just called Destitution. And it's about a town named Destitution. Um, and the characters that are in there. So anyways, if you if you enjoy a good Western, if you're like me, I always enjoyed those uh, Clint Eastwood movies and uh, John Wayne type stuff. Uh, these books by John Deacon are uh, good reads. They're, you know, $10, $12, $13 each. And um, they're easy reads. And they're it's just really fun, fun, fun. I, I enjoy them. So uh, highly recommended. So anyways, so that's, Andrew, That's that's what I have. How about that? Good stuff. Good yeah, stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I can tell you. Oh boy. Going back to the food stuff. Oh, the, God. Uh, if you are coming to Oklahoma City to play either of the teams that we have here, if you need a good pizza that's relatively you know, inexpensive-ish, yeah. The, uh, there is a new pizza place downtown Oklahoma City. Easy to get to. And it's called the Saucy Sicilian. <laughs> it, it used it used to be a food truck, and then the uh, it still is a food truck. He just now has yeah. a brick and mortar place. He has a brick and mortar place. Yeah, uh, I had never tried the food truck. I'd heard about it, but I never tried it. And I just so happened to wander into the brick and mortar store a couple, three, four weeks ago, and I'll be if that's not probably the best pizza that I've ever had in my lifetime. Wood-fired pizza from the Saucy Sicilian, and it's S-A-U-C-E-E, Sicilian. It's a guy guy named Gannon who runs it. And uh, his mom, it's uh, my understanding, Andrew, his mom is Nona from Nona's Famous Italian here in Oklahoma City, a longtime Italian restaurant. She's known for her meatballs. They're good. So, uh, yeah, I've had the saucy Italian, um, the saucy, saucy Sicilian, I'm sorry. I've had the saucy Italian too. Boy, was she great. Um, but, uh, the saucy Sicilian food is, is excellent. And yeah, the brick and mortar, it's wood fired stuff and it's, uh, it's excellent. Man, I tell you what, they make a, uh, the thing I like and I didn't realize it. 
I the first time I went, I got the margarita pizza and I bit into it and I I heard a crunch and I you know your initial thought was like oh god I just like cracked a tooth or something right yeah until I got to looking at it and they they take after it comes out of the oven they take and they sprinkle uh, oh what is it um, sea salt on top of it and it gives a little crunch to it at the it when you bite into it ooh 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 Mm-mm-mm. it is good you know uh, speaking of food. Um, I'm gonna have to go get a snack here in a second. Yeah, really, I'm getting hungry. Um, they, uh, I, I noticed that um, Portillo's opened a restaurant recently in the Dallas Fort Worth area, and that's the closest one to Oklahoma. Yep. Um, other than the ones that are, you know, just by nature in Chicago, but that's the one thing I really miss about traveling out to uh, Tempe is going to Oceanside Ice Arena. And driving right down McClintock and hopping right into Portillo's and getting me a nice, you know, Italian beef or a, or a Chicago dog or or both, in a you know a thick shake before I you know waddle my fat butt into the uh, Oceanside Ice Arena, and uh, I need to get out to uh, to Arizona, um, and so I can uh, partake in some more Portillo's because yeah. I mean nothing was better. Now, granted, I was a little also worried about having to visit the uh, the facilities at Oceanside <laughs> a little later yeah. on. Yeah, um, you know, maybe get a little Uncle Julio's revenge or something. Um, but uh, I'm telling you what, Portillo's it's close by in the Dallas area. I'll have to check that out. I would much rather uh, go to Arizona though to have. Uh, to vi- visit the one on McClintock Avenue before the ocean finally goes away. I am I am hoping that the Portillos in Dallas is as good as the ones in Chicago. That's that's my hope. Yeah, my guess is it's probably not, but it'll be close. It's better than it'll a whole be lot of nothing. Yeah, it'll be close. The uh, and and how about this? You you know you mentioned the uh, you mentioned the uh, spies and all that yeah. long ago. Yeah. The uh, my wife and I have started watching. On Amazon Prime, the Jack Ryan series that <laughs> Tom Clancy put together. Yeah. And you know what? That is a pretty good little series. Andrew, have you ever read a Tom Clancy book? No. No. I have, I have too much other stuff to do. I have to. <laughs> too much other I'm, stuff to do. I have to sit here and waste my time on a Wednesday night talking to you. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, don't, I don't have time to read. Those Tom Clancy books are incredible. Now, Tom Clancy's long gone. He's he's passed away, I don't know, 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. And his books were like, they were like bricks. I mean, they were just thick and jagged, 700 pages yeah. long each. Yeah, it's. But in the, in the, I know they were made into some incredible, incredible, incredible movies. Uh, but, you know, The Hunt for Red, the books are almost always better than, than the series or than yeah. the, the Hunt for Red October. Clear and Present Danger, Patriot Games. Um, tough, right? Oh, I have. I, I probably have every single Tom Clancy book, at least while he was alive. Now, uh, the ones that were ghost written, um, yeah, uh, were, I, I don't. I didn't get into that because you know I didn't think they were written by Tom Clancy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've heard that that Jack Ryan series on Amazon Prime is just incredible, and it is uh, incredible. La yeah. Heffa really likes it, and in fact, I, I watched an episode of it, and it was it was very kind of uh, Hunt for Red Octoberish. Yeah, yeah, you gotta. So it's there's what is there three seasons released right now? Okay. So each season. It it's it's like a series within a series. So season one is its own little 
little thing. And not all the cast of characters will carry over to season two. A handful will. And then season two has its storyline and plot. And then some of the characters will carry over from one to two. And then they'll carry from two to three. But you get a whole bunch of new people. And season three is a whole different plot line and all that. And yeah, it's their eight eight episode um, seasons each. And it just kind of builds off of each episode going up, going forward. Yeah, and lots of little ins and outs and 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 turnabouts and all that. It's it's entertaining for sure. Good, very nice. So I w- I would highly recommend it. Very good. Yeah. Well, hey, that's uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Very good. All right, Andrew. Anything else uh, that you want to offer to the masses before you uh, before are you are you going to come to nationals this year or are you stuck uh, helping uh, you know. Uh, prune the tulips and uh you know I'll clear be, the snow from the tennis courts yeah no I'll, I'll be i'll be busy uh with the tulips and the uh and and you know i don't have to clear the snow all the way down to the tennis center i just have to stop at the uh, senior center <laughs> on the on the sidewalk but it's okay because i've got a uh, snowblower with heated hand grips on it so <laughs> i'll be Heated hand grips on a snowblower. Come on. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be a okay right there. <laughs> Does it also rub your tushy when you're done? Does it? It, it might. Oh, wow. Might. That's great. It might. We'll see. All right, Andrew. Well, hey, we're going to have to have you on the podcast. Uh, th- this is, this is too much fun. I've missed it. I know that, <laughs> I, I know there are some uh, listeners out there that, you know, might not appreciate all the burp and the fart jokes that uh, you know the hemming and the hawing and all the uh, beavis and buttheads that we're doing here, <laughs> you know. But um, but I'm telling you what, I I enjoy it and I missed you. So uh, yeah, take it for whatever you think it. it's worth. I appreciate it. We have a, we have a good time. That's for sure. We do, and it was great to see you at the rink. And um, yeah, you'll have to tell me the next time you're planning on going to the rink. I might go to the rink then. Well. It, it might be the the Great Perry Shootout 2.0 oh. next time. Oh. Next time I'm at the rink. Yeah, well, I, I don't I don't know if that's going to happen for a while. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right, Andrew. Hey, we're going to get out of here. Um, we want to thank everybody for uh, listening to this edition of the WCHL podcast. Thank you for your support of the ACHA, for your support of the WCHL, and for your support of Andrew and me in this suboptimal podcast. Um, thanks for putting up with us. Um, we hope that you get out and uh, go to the rink live and in person. And if you can't, at least tune in on uh, some of the broadcasts that are going to happen this uh, over this weekend. It's going to be an exciting series of uh, WCHL games. Holy smokes. And they're all late because they're all getting started in Arizona, Utah, and Nevada. Wow. We're gonna, I'm going to have to take a nap, Andrew, on Friday and Saturday just so I can stay up so late. <laughs> I know. You're going to be up till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Right? Uh, I'm telling you what. So, uh, but thank you again for, uh, for listening to, to our podcast, rate us five stars, give us a, uh, thumbs up, give us a good review, whatever it is, tell your friends, tell your enemies. Um, uh, we thank you. And if you have any suggestions, any questions, feel free to pass them along. We've only got five weeks left in the season here before we figure out who's going to nationals and it's going to be an exciting, uh, race to the finish. So, um, um, and we've got what three WCHL teams that are right on the, right on the cut, right on the bubble, if you will, in terms of Arizona, Utah and Arizona state. So it's going to be real uh, exciting to see how things end up. There, there's a couple things to watch. Yeah. The, the nationals cut and then the, uh, the race for the, uh, WCHL title. 
race for the WCHL title, UNLV or UCO. I mean, if uh, Utah uh, can sneak a point or two away from UCO, like uh, Andrew's predicting, it could uh, the Cup could be heading out to Vegas this year. So uh, we'll we'll see. Yep. And then you know the the race is always also uh, on to see in terms of seeding. Can UNLV stay in the top four and earn that day off at nationals? Will UCO move up their six? Can they get into the top four? And maybe earn that uh, day off spot as well. So it's this next five weeks are going to be fun. And Andrew, yep. we missed you, and uh, we're glad that you're back. We're glad hey, that you graced I'm, us on a I'm glad, on a Wednesday I'm night. Glad to be here. Glad yeah. to be here. Good, good. All right, go get yourself some uh, a Greek sandwich, and uh, go go. Uh, you know, I guess uh, you know, have fun. Maybe dream <laughs> of some Portillos. That's right. You know, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll watch some hockey this weekend while you're off uh, with your colorblind uh, father-in-law fly fishing with fly with fishing. neon glow in the dark stuff. I'll, I'll I'll be having more fun than you, I bet. Catch a lonker, would you? I will. Yeah. <laughs> All right, get us out of here. All right, hey everybody, have a great week. Have some fun watching the college hockey. Keep those boys from McKendry in your thoughts. Good vibes going their way. And 83 bricks. Keep them in your thoughts. <laughs>